Good Up is our space to talk about those experiences in life we didn't know we all had in common. We're the after work happy hour conversation with your best friend. The place where you bring up the hard parts of life, the ones that made you laugh, and the things that made you who you are. Because who said becoming good up wasn't a little bit uncomfortable? Stay tuned for more information about this week's episode. Morning, 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 morning. Good afternoon, afternoon. Afternoon, afternoon. You know you gotta say it twice. Good night, good night, good night, good night. Good afternoon, good afternoon. Hey, I love being a Islander. Love it. Welcome back to another episode of the Good Up Podcast. Shout out to our patrons before we start for keeping our lights on. Y'all know we could not do this without you. I mean. Yeah, like. My sound would, quality has improved significantly thanks right, to our patrons. Where would we be? But um, on today's episode, you know, um, Deidre and I talked on the phone today and I had a feeling on my spirit and I wanted to bring that to the podcast because if I ain't sitting here telling I of my fucking business, is it really the good up podcast? No. Precisely. Precisely. Exactly. And you know how so, I feel. You know how, you know, I encourage us to lean into those feelings, trust our intuition and follow guidance. So I'm loving that, this for I'm that. And I'm loving so, it for you. Yeah. So I, for context, I am inspired for tonight's episode by um, a situation that I am healing from that mm-hmm. I did not realize that I was healing from or needed to heal from mm-hmm. until um, probably last week. And okay. It, it 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 is a friendship breakup mm-hmm. and we have talked about friendship breakups on a podcast before but i feel like yeah. we spoke about them in a very like past tense kind of way um yeah. and at the time the reason i spoke about it in that way is because my last friendship breakup before this one was like 10 12 years ago so yeah and that one was yeah. pretty um that it one was, was related to some trauma right yes wasn't that related to like something with an ex-boyfriend who was yes yeah so i so i wasn't going to you know talk about that one on a podcast in detail but this one is more fresh and i want to talk about it because it has made me think about how we approach and value friendships in comparison Mm -hmm. to how we approach and value relationships Mm -hmm. um it has made me realize that we approach friendships and relationships from how we conduct ourselves to how we Mm -hmm. care for our friends to how we prioritize our friends to how we break up with our friends very differently than we do romantic relationships and the truth is that they are not that different the biggest difference between really and truly your friendships and your romantic relationships is that you fucking one person and you ain't fucking another one (laughs) like exactly exactly really and truly um so yeah i i wanted to talk about that more and um Mm -hmm. Yeah, we we gonna we gonna shoot the shit. So, Deidre, what is your opinion on friendship breakups? Are they are they as serious as I'm currently making them out to be? Are no, they they're very less serious? serious? They're very serious. I I feel like I talked about a friendship breakup that I was going through when we did the the first episode. Um, 
and it ended up not being a breakup like we're back together going strong which I'm very happy about but friendship breakups especially when it's an actual like a friend friend honey especially when it comes to that point where you say to each other like we cannot be friends anymore I think that is a a breakup that is worth mourning and grieving and all that jazz and I remember we didn't uh, you know my friend and I we didn't come to a point where we said to each other that we shouldn't be friends but it was kind of understood based on everything that was going on and I remember curled up in the fetal position in bed crying for days like the kid was heartbroken okay like this and at the time we had been friends for 10 years now it's been what 12 years 13 years of our we've been friends for a long ass time you know so no you're not making it more than it should be or needs to be because friends are very important in our lives I feel like as I get older the more that I start to understand like the value of my friends um Mm -hmm. because I think that when I was younger it's almost like you understand the value of that friend while you're friends with them when you're younger. And then the minute something happens that causes you not to be friends with a person, instantly mm-hmm. their rank just like shifts down and they become mm-hmm. an acquaintance, right? Whereas mm-hmm. if you are dating somebody and you break up with them, like you're, you're, you fully understand why your heart is broken. You fully understand that you're mourning and you're grieving. And even though you might hate that person, you still recognize that like you also love that person. Whereas with friendships, I feel like there's this kind of societal like attitude towards friendships of like, man, fuck that bitch. We ain't friends no more. It cool. Everything mm-hmm. done. Like I feel almost like people don't even try to repair friendships because of that, mm. because they completely separate like, how they view their friends versus how they might view a romantic partner. And that shit is Mm -hmm. wild to me. I agree with you in that regard, because I feel like there's a lot of people who find that romantic relationships just automatically take precedent. They're just like, no, you're just my friend. I can't resonate with that personally. Like, and I can only speak for myself. I'm not saying what people should be doing, but I personally treasure my friendships. Those are the relationships. Like, obviously, romantic relationships are important, but I've never found them to be of such significance that, like, my friends get kind of kicked to the to the cold a little because I have a man. I pour into my friendships. I invest in the health of my friendships. Like, one of my best friends just gave me some news, and she has to go to, like, a doctor's appointment. And I was like, um, text me when you make that appointment and let me know I'm coming. It wasn't even a, do you need me to come? It was a, I'm coming. Let me know what the, what did the day and time is? I'm coming. And I don't even care what my work schedule looks like. I'm calling out. <laughs> you know what I mean? Cause it's serious. That's like, that's just the friendships that I'm used to. I find myself wondering if it's, if it has anything to do with culture. I think it does. And I think it also has to do with how, how much value we place on being in a romantic relationship and Mm. how much value we think that romantic relationships add to us. So Mm. I, Mm. and this is from personal experience. I spent a large majority of my life single, right? Mm -hmm. Obviously not my twenties, you know, Hey guys, I was, (laughs) was a rolling stone, but before that, you know, before Mm -hmm. being a thick girl became a commodity, um, I spent a large portion of my teenagehood single, So I had a very huge value placed on romantic relationships because it was this, this void that I felt I had in my life. And because I, I put so much value in those things, the minute I would get in one, it would become the center of my universe. Mind you, I had Mm -hmm. friendships at that time that 
I should have considered really valuable. But the minute I received this thing that I wanted, the minute I felt wanted and loved, it's almost like you view the love and the desire that you're getting from your romantic partner as more valuable than you do the constant, probably more valuable love that you will have been getting a much longer period of time from your friends. I have had friends longer than I have been in my marriage, right? I believe it. And the societal expectation, and don't get me wrong, like, Stephen is my number one because, but he's also my number one because he's my best friend. Like, Mm -hmm. so there's this side that is like, I get it. I get why you would want to place your romantic partner above everyone else. But at the same time, there's people who know me, who know parts of me that even Mm -hmm. he doesn't know. There's Mm -hmm. people who've been in my life and have seen Hey Isa from 12 years old to Hey Isa at 28. And Mm -hmm. that context is important. But the expectation is that even to that person who has known me that long and has been my friend Mm -hmm. that long, Steven's still supposed to come first. And I'm still Mm -hmm. supposed to prioritize him over all of my friendships. You see what I'm saying? And I don't know why that is a thing. I genuinely don't know. I don't know. And I, 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 it's something that me and my therapist are kind of exploring is trying to figure out if that's a contributing factor of why my significant relation. I mean, it's not the why, but if it's a factor in why some of my, why I'm okay just leaving significant romantic relationships, because for one, I've, I'm very much of the, if you causing me a certain level of stress, there's no need for you to be in my life. That's just who I am as a person. Um, so for me, I've never been one to believe that time invested is worth me dealing with anybody that's causing me any kind of stress. I'm like, I already lost that time. I can't get it back. So why am I going to continue to let you stay in my life? So it's always been very easy for me to leave people. Um, But I'm finding myself wondering if me and how valuable my friendships are to me, if that's a factor in why it's so easy for me to leave romantic relationships. Because with my actual friends, oh, honey, I'm a fight. (laughs) I'm a fight for that relationship. But these niggas, <laughs> I don't fight for that. I, I think I've been the opposite. I, I have always fought harder for my relationships than I have for my friendships. A part of yeah. it, too, has been the fact that I have not had good friendships, right? And don't, I know I have friends listening to this shit that are like, bitch, no, don't get me wrong. <laughs> I mean, I'm this sitting here like, been- damn. <laughs> No, like I have had good friendships here and there. I, I, my best friend, I've known her since I was a freshman at high school. I love that woman to death. Like she's a really good, valuable friendship, but I also have had a lot of friendships where it was very clear to me that I wasn't valued in that situation. Mm. So I, I put more emphasis on my romantic relationships because I felt I would receive that love there. It really wasn't until this last friendship breakup and at the same time as that sort of friendship breakup happening, another friend of mine kind of coming forward as like that really valuable, like showing you what friendship supposed to be type mm. person for me mm-hmm. to see like, oh, you can have friendships where, and even like you and Diamond and just like the dynamic that we have, that's very different <laughs> from the mm. dynamic that I'm used to in my friendships, like friends telling mm-hmm. you they love you, friends Mm -hmm. flying across the country for your wedding because they know that Mm -hmm. like you need somebody there like yeah it's very different so Mm. 
I could see now why like, oh, you're supposed to like put as much energy into your friendships as your mm-hmm. romantic relationships. But before I couldn't see that. That makes sense. And you know what's funny? It's like, and obviously it's kind of like the reverse, right? Because like now I'm like... I want to put more of myself into romantic relationships because the reality is, is I do put a lot of myself into romantic relationships. I pour myself into romantic relationships, but I've come to terms with the fact that I've poured a lot of myself into the wrong romantic relationships. So I'm kind of at this point in life where I'm just like, yeah, fuck these niggas. I'm good. Like, I don't want nothing to do with nobody. But I also, I'm starting to miss companionship and having a partner that's mine. So I'm like, okay. I, I, I guess I can open myself up to that, right? And maybe actually put a little more effort into fighting for people that I find to be of some level of value romantically, if that makes sense, you know? Yeah. Um, so I feel like that's a journey we can take together. You pour more of yourself into friendships and I could pour more of myself into romantic connections. I definitely have been trying. I will say that um, I have been, it's been on my mind constantly that like, yo, you need to be more intentional about calling your friends. You need to be more intentional about checking in with your friends or just Mm -hmm. expressing to your friends that you care about them. Um, Mm. Because a thing for me too, is that I don't know, I guess I found friendship easy. And in my head, it was like, Oh, what's understood doesn't need to be explained. And Mm-hmm. The expectations that I would have for a romantic partner, I would never apply those to a friendship. Like in a romantic relationship, I expect my partner to express to me how much they love me. I ex- I expect my partner to spend quality time with me. Mm-hmm. I expect my partner to, you know, you expect there to be trust and communication and love and just all of this stuff. But then in mm-hmm. friendships, everything is very like natural. Mm-hmm. And you assume that your friend has an obligation to be there for you that, mm-hmm. yeah, we don't tell each other I love you, but what's understood doesn't need to be explained type shit, right? That was how I approached my friendships until, mm-hmm. you know, last year I was in a situation where I had a friend living with me and it mm-hmm. became very clear to me that this friend no longer understood me as a person and talking about that with that person was very difficult. And I was like, we, but we've been best friends for years. So why am right. I having such a hard time, like expressing to this person why, you know, the current situation we're in is not healthy or not okay mm-hmm. if mm-hmm. we've been friends for this long. But the truth is we had been friends for so long, but we had never been very good friends to each other. Mm. Not the way that maybe we should have been. So... Mm. Ultimately, I love that you said we haven't been good friends to each other as opposed to, oh, this friend just wasn't a good friend to me. You know what I mean? Oh, no, I definitely like fucked up in that department, too. I think that Mm. I there was a lot of things that I could have expressed to him as a friend and communicated with him as a friend before Mm -hmm. the boiling point that I didn't. And that's what ultimately led to, you know, us no longer. And don't get me wrong. There were faults on each side and some messed up Mm -hmm. shit happened. But it was very much like if I had poured more into this friendship the way maybe I would have poured into our romantic relationship. If I had mm-hmm. valued this friendship more, our dynamic might have been different. Mm, but it was, okay. yeah, it just didn't end well. Mm, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, it's, it's, it's cool. It's, it's all right. It's, mm. Yeah. It's, and don't get me wrong, it's, it fucking sucks. It does. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and I didn't realize how shitty it feels until the other <laughs> the other day my other friend who just recently moved away was like you need to get out there and you need to socialize and you need to go meet people and I was Why? like right <laughs> but <laughs> And don't get me wrong, she's not wrong because I spent a lot of my time isolated, right? I spent a lot mm. of my time either at work or at home or with my husband. So mm. she wasn't wrong, but when she said it, I was like, why is it that when you said that in my brain, I went immediately no. Immediately no. Like not. Yeah, because you hear my response is, but why? Like, yeah, like and she's no thank right. you. She's she absolutely correct. right. Because you yeah. don't just make friends. Well, that's how I feel. I feel like I've made friends just like magically and through ban. And like the majority of my well, friends you, came you from made... ban. See, the thing is, is we make friends based on proximity. Right. That's just the way the lifespan goes. And right now your proximity is just work, home, and that's it. And so you probably already have like work acquaintances. And now that you're in a leadership role, you can't be making friends at work, especially if they're subordinates. But then but also at you work, already... like the age dynamic and like, yeah, there's people's age lifestyles difference, there's cultural differences. Mm-hmm. But Steven is already a friend. So you've already like made all the friends you can in those parameters. So now you do need to put yourself in different settings so that you have access yeah. to different types of people who could be friends exactly you. so and this friend that i'm talking about who's giving me that advice she used to live here so i used to spend 90 percent of my time with her and then she mm. had to move so at the same time as this other friendship breakup happening with the person who lived with me she had moved so Damn, i went through detriment yeah. that sounds like a tower moment <laughs> the thing is i didn't i didn't even acknowledge how devastating that probably was for me i was just like oh this sucks cool keep it moving mm. and then when me and her were having that conversation months later this was weeks ago we having this conversation she was like you need to get out there and meet people and i was apprehensive about it and then she's like i want you to think about the fact that maybe this friendship breakup that happened is affecting you more than you think it is Mm. that because you're hurt and you're probably traumatized, you don't Mm. want to meet new people because you feel like the same thing is going to happen. So Mm. when she said that and I hear that message instantly, just boohoo crying, just like, Mm -hmm. (gasps) like, yeah, because when when you're angry at someone, you don't want to admit that you miss them. You don't want to admit that they hurt mm-hmm. you and you don't want to admit that maybe you had some fault in the situation. Yeah. And especially if it's a friend, if it's a relationship, you could sit with your girls, you could talk you about could oh, my them. heart is so, yeah, you could drag them. You could talk about how broken your heart is. You could go get a haircut. We don't handle friendship breakups the same way. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't go through that mourning period of like, yo, I miss my friend. Yeah. Because I was so like, man, fuck them. I vex. So I moved on. Yeah. I I thought I moved on, but I really You didn't. thought you moved on, but you were really just internalizing it all and yeah. having we all those legit, pent up emotions. We legit would be friends with people for years, longer than the the most common relationship. And then the friendship ends and everything is like, man, fuck that person. And we'll act like we don't miss them. Like I didn't do that when I had that pseudo friend breakup. Nah, I was in my fucking feelings. I was like, crying. I was saying a lot of, man, fuck her. I can't believe she could think to do this to me, X, Y, Z. But I was also devastated and crying yeah. and being like, what the fuck? We've been friends for this long long like what the fuck like it was a lot of what the fuck mm-hmm. but i um, wasn't like I, outwardly devastated but i definitely found myself thinking about the person a lot yeah. and every time i would think about 
him, I would try to tell myself in my mind, like, either way, everything is his fault. It's all his fault. So mm. whatever. Like, I would try to brush it off. And the minute she said, like, I want you to think about the fact that you might still be hurt about this, I stopped once. <laughs> Understandably so. And I was it like, yo, sense. is this all my fault? Like, should I talk to the person? What do I do? Yeah. I, I've accepted that it, I, that probably won't be a friendship that is reconciled for multiple reasons, mm-hmm. but not the irreconcilable differences. I, I honestly feel like it's some irreconcilable differences because it, the friendship breakup also kind of involved my husband. And what? one thing about me is I can't be friends with somebody who like straight up don't like my husband, you know? So he don't like your husband. They had a falling out and I don't think that's reconcilable at all. So. Oh, and you know the story he's telling is, oh, she chose her husband over me, even though I knew her first, blase, blase, you know. Listen, all of that <laughs> went through my head too. Like, did I, you know, did I handle this the wrong way? Did I do this? Mm. Did I do that? But really and truly, you know, it it's not so much about that specific friendship breakup as it is me thinking about the way that we even care about our friends or value right like we're so transactional well fucking friends like really and truly like but you know it's interesting that we are that way but at the same time i can only speak to friendships with like like women in friendships because i'm a woman i don't know how men are in friendships but i feel like women are more vulnerable in their friendships though Like there is a certain level of vulnerability that we bring to friendships, but just the same when the friendship ends, we do detach and just like, don't, we don't give, excuse me. We don't give ourselves the room to fully process the breakup, if you will. Now, another thing is I don't have many friendship breakups to reference. I only have the one and technically it's not even fair to consider it a breakup anymore because there was some distance that got established and then we found our way back to each other you know so I don't think I have enough experience with friendship breakups to really speak on it but I do know that when I thought we were broken up I was fucking devastated Mm -hmm. (laughs) and part of us coming back to each other was her opening up to me and telling me that she too was devastated like Mm -hmm. like fuck this shit like whatever we were having it out about is not worth us no longer being friends because I need you in my life. Like we have cried to each other about the fact that we like, we always joke and say that like in another life we were married because we are that tight. (laughs) That's my homie. Like we tight Mm -hmm. bad. And we work, when I tell you, we literally work for our friendship. Like we work our friendship, like a relationship. When we feel like we haven't spoken enough, we're like, Hey, what's going on? We need to talk. What's going on? We dedicate time to talking. Like we actually have a date plan to FaceTime and drink tea because we realize that we don't really like drinking alcohol that much anymore so we like tea so we stay up late at night and we drink tea on facetime and catch up and we find ways to sneak it because she got a whole husband or whatever you know i'm a i got a whole child so we got to fit those people into our lives but we still are very dedicated to our friendship um and she's not my only best friend i have a handful of best friends you know and she's probably the one i speak to the most frequently but I pour into all my friendships that I consider, especially like my best friendships. I pour into those very heavily. Like it's very important to me to make sure that I'm always being the kind of friend that they deserve. Um, 
And that's probably why they're such like, we're just good friends to each other, you know? So, so let's talk about that more. The concept of being a good friend, right? Because mm-hmm. there's this other side of the conversation on top of just, oh, y'all don't value friendships the same way y'all value romantic relationships. I, I really have a firm belief that like 90% of people think that they're good friends and they're not like mm. people don't know how to be good friends. Right. Why they know how to, I feel like people think that their friendships are on one side disposable or that their friendships are permanent and that they could never mm-hmm. be damaged by mm-hmm. poor friendship skills. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's people who think I can call this person no matter what because this is my best friend and i can tell them all about my day and offload and offload and offload and never once stop to ask this person how they're doing and the next day everything will be great because this person is my best friend or Mm -hmm. there's people who have issues with their friends when their friends do something wrong and they don't even feel the need to communicate that something is wrong they -hmm. just get mad at their friends like people don't approach and that I think that's really what I mean by people don't approach friendships the way they would approach their partner. When you mm-hmm. have issues in a friendship, a lot of times you see friends go to social media to subliminally talk about it. Go to another mm-hmm. friend in a friend group to talk about it. Go to their family to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Never once do they think, I this is an issue that I'm having with my friend. I need to sit down with my friend and think about it. like Or talk about it openly. Mm-hmm. Instantly, it's like, I vex with this person. Let's create distance let's create an issue in the friendship and let's not resolve it because we get beef. Do you think like, that's, do you think that I can see how that's the case for a lot of people, but do you think that that's still the hurt talking from the most recent friendship breakup you've had? Because for one, my friends and I, and I'm talking like, even like you and I, you haven't done mm-hmm. anything that's made me feel like, oh, hey, I just being a bad friend. So I need to have a conversation. You know what I mean? But I'm thinking of all my friendships and, and I'm thinking friendships, not acquaintances, but like my mm-hmm. actual, like close, like my friends. And that's just not the experience that I've been having with them. And the reason why so- I say that for one, like, me and my friends create space for each other. Like sometimes I feel like there are seasons, right? Like, let me think of one of my best friends. She's going through something in her life and it's been going on for the last few months. And it's not just her calling to like unload on me. You know, we call, we catch up, but sometimes she does need to vent. And I let her because that's what she needs right now. And there've been periods in my life where I've needed to call her and vent. And I've been able to do that. It's, it's very um reciprocal, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. Sometimes we just be talking shit. We just be talking shit about whatever's going on. Other times she's the person who needs pouring into. And then there are times when I'm the person that needs pouring into. And that's how all my friendships go, especially the ones that I consider like best friends. Mm-hmm. And another thing is, like I said, only one of my best friends do I talk to often. And we don't even talk every single day. But all of my good friends, we have things going on in life. So we're not able to talk every single day, but mm-hmm. we could go months without speaking. And when we speak, it's like nothing ever happened. And we catch up, we unload, we we just, we do that for each other. So I don't so, know. Cause let me just say that like, 
in 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 part I am speaking from experience, but I'm also speaking about other people's friendships, things that I've heard about on social media, things that I see on Twitter all the time. Mm-hmm. Like people will go on Twitter and be like, "Oh, y'all do da 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 da," and you'll see people respond to them and be like, "Damn, y'all have some shitty friends." Like, so I see this happening <laughs> in so other confused. places. Yeah, but also like I've had both. Right, I've had friendships like you said that things are very. Um, things are reciprocated often. Like there's that, like you could come to me and talk to me anytime. Like, but then there's also those friendships that are very one-sided and very transactional because those people just don't know how to be good friends. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's really what I want to get to the heart too, is like, why do some people approach their friendships in that way? Like, I think the way mm-hmm. that you approach your friendships is a very healthy way, mm-hmm. but I also doubt that a lot of people approach their friendships that way because right. they expect and, them and, to be transactional. Right. And I I wish I I wish I had an answer, but I don't. Yeah. <laughs> and I think it just I think a lot of it comes down to um societal norms. And I just first cause we we talked about it at the start of the episode is for whatever reason people place more importance on their romantic relation. Uh, I take that back. Women place a lot more of their importance on romantic relationships and i personally don't understand why i think men do too though because i've seen my male friends like follow with a best friend of 15 years and never even feel the need to fix it and it's just like dude go talk to that person what are you doing Mm -hmm. and it's just like nah this man disrespect me i done Mm -hmm. like super easy to just end it and i'm just like mm-hmm. that is your best friend what are you doing <laughs> like, yeah no so i t- no i can't speak I for can men see- but i know it happens to them now i can see that because when me and my best friend th- had our pseudo breakup that was the approach i took granted a lot of it a big part of why she and i got to that point it was a very disturbing um version of he said she said and mm. it was really weird and toxic but in any case, um, I went, I was in the situation essentially taking everybody's word for it. So what was being said to me, I was just taking their word for it. And so there were little pieces that weren't adding up. There were holes in what some, like what she was saying versus what the other person was saying. And it was really weird to me. And then a, a bomb was dropped on me where it seemed like her words were twisted basically. And at the time based on all the different circumstances, it seemed like what she said was what she said, which was something that was really disparaging about me. And I just kind of was like, this is not even worth a conversation because we've been friends for 10 years. And if you could say something like that about me to this nigga, then you don't see, I, I felt like I valued our friendship more than she did. It made me question the entire existence of us and our relationship. And I just was like, yeah, no, I'm good. And I was very much on some, oh, she fucking disrespected me. She clearly is not a friend to me the way I felt like. I, I just thought that I was like, I cared more about her than she did me. Mm-hmm. Um, and when she tried to like move on and talk to me, I was like, yeah, no, there's no need for us to have a conversation. Like, I'm good. <laughs> you know, it was very yeah. much like, no. But because we eventually had a conversation and we both shared our sides of the story on what this third party said, we came to realize that all of this happened because this person was just flat out lying to us. 
and it was like motherfuck <laughs> like what the? and we only mustered up the courage to have that conversation because we missed each other and we were like bitch I fucking miss my best friend like what the fuck you know and we we you know cried our hearts out and all that jazz but yeah I I wish I could answer that question but I can't why yeah. people don't value friendships like that I guess I mean the people I'm gonna have to answer it in um the t- the Twitter thread and the Instagram um yeah I want to talk to them on social media about this one because it's very confusing. I'm so. What do you like, think is the solution to that? I think effort, like, and this is coming from somebody who had a very different view on friendships in the beginning and now mm-hmm. realizes like you have to put effort into them, like you have to actually approach your friendships the way you would any other relationship. Like Mm -hmm. you have to damn near date your friends. Like you have to put effort into spending time with each other. You have to put effort into communicating. Like, Mm -hmm. like I was the person who you would do something that upset me, not even majorly upset me, but like slightly upset me or something. And I would hold on to it. And just keep it to myself because the assumption was if I said anything that would cause this big blow up and da 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 da. What I never realized is that the reason I was approaching communication that way is because that's what I was used to. But mm. that's not the same for everything. So I've had to make mm. a, conf- a conscious effort to say when my friends do something to be like, yeah, I was upset about this thing. Let's talk about it and resolve it and let's move on. That's the other part of what I noticed about people. Everything in friendships that involves a disagreement have to be this big blow up beef disagreement because people don't take personal responsibility, but also Mm. because people are in friendships so long as the transactions benefit them, right? Mm. The minute you gain a friendship and you realize your friend ain't happy with you, all of a sudden your friend is a bad person. Like, Mm. what? Yeah. Really? So I really had to like approach it differently. Do you think, because I don't know that we really saw examples of good friendship when, like, in our parents. Oh, absolutely not. Like, I have seen my mom go through friends. Like, she never, like, like, my friendships are, like, I would gain new friends, but that would not equal a loss in friends. I just have more friends. You see what I'm saying? I have Mm -hmm. so many friends. And I don't, my friendships don't end. Like, I told you that one that I thought was ending. It never really ended. We came right back to each other. But I've seen my mom make and lose friends a lot, you know, and that's probably part of why I've been so intentional about pouring into my friendships, Mm -hmm. because I'm like, I don't know, that don't add up. Like one of my best friends is from first grade. Right. And again, we don't talk every day, but we still stay in touch, you know, and over the years, I've made more friends that have kind of joined the family. It's not like I've lost friends. I've just continued to gain friends. And I don't have some giant network of friends, but the handful of friends that I have is solid friends that I've been friends with for uh, shit, 20, 25 plus years, you know? Yeah. Um, and I don't it know. It varies I, for I'm, me. Huh? I said it varies for me. Like I have, you know, my friends that I've known since like high school and younger. Yeah. Um, but that was the other part of it too, is like having to accept that sometimes you will grow apart and that doesn't mean that yeah. you're not friends anymore or exactly. that your friendship have to change. Like you just growing up hot. Life is different. Exactly. You haven't lived in the same place in like 10 years. It's okay. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I had to come to grips with that with my best friend because we had 
come from this friendship of like, I see you every day. We spend mm. every waking minute together. You are mm-hmm. my person. And then we graduated high school. I went to college. She went to the military and she got married. She didn't tell me when she was getting married. <laughs> she didn't tell me when she-, she told me that she was getting married, but she didn't tell me like when the day came that she was getting married. Right. And then, you know, she, she got pregnant with my now nephew who I adore and he's, he's just Ooh. adorable. And I remember feeling so hurt, right? That she was having this major life event that I wasn't a part of, right? Mm. I remember being so mad because I went home to visit and I see her mother Cassulis and her, her mother say, you know, your friend get married. And I was like, my friend do what? And I was just like, um... But I didn't realize that in her mind, right, she was overseas. She had this whole separate life. She was thinking about all of these things. And yes, I've been your best friend since high school. But maybe calling me and telling me, hey, by the way, I get married tomorrow wasn't the first thing on your mind. Fair. I was really upset, but fair. Or in her mind, it's like, either way, you can't be here. Like... You, but even if you can't be there, I just, I'm, I'm, I get, yeah, I just can't understand. Like, yeah, don't get me wrong. I, she's, she's still wild for not calling me. <laughs> like, yeah, Cause I'm like, I couldn't she, be to my best friend's wedding, but sure enough, for yeah. one, I knew when her man proposed and I was on the FaceTime with her on her wedding day. Right. <laughs> but this was something that I had to accept was that at mm. that period of time, we were growing apart, right? Yeah. We've since reconnected. Cause at some point we ended up living in the same city but mm. we had grown apart for that period of time. And, her, you know, the whole wedding situation was me realizing that we were growing apart. And I remember being so fucking mad about that shit. Mm-hmm. And then my wedding came around. And it was time for me to get married. The pandemic was happening. All of this shit was happening. And I remember in high school thinking, there's no way I get married without this girl by my side. Mm. She wasn't there the day of my wedding. And it mm-hmm. wasn't her fault. It was mm-hmm. the way life turned out to be. But that it didn't was the whole pandemic, make- yeah. Right, but that didn't make our friendship any less special, Mm -hmm. right? It had Mm -hmm. so many things that I was basing our friendship off of, of like, I have to be the maid of honor to your wedding, and I have to be the godmother to your child. No, those little status things are stupid. Yeah, none of those things matter. Yeah, like, the older you get, you realize, like, yo, I just, at the very least, I just want you to be there for me, and I want to be able to be there for you, right? That's it. When she ended up, unfortunately, getting divorced, like, Mm. I was the person that she was calling and telling about everything that she was going through. I was the person who she wanted to support her through that, right? Mm -hmm. If I had gotten so mad about the whole, you didn't call me the day of your wedding bullshit, I would have lost my friend. And then she would have gone through that major life event without having me there to support her mm-hmm. because I had get mad yeah. about something so small without talking to her about it, you know? Mm-hmm. So yeah. anyway, I don't know where we're going with this, but just all that to say, like, I feel like we don't get vexed with such small little stupid shit while we're friends and be like, man, fuck mm-hmm. you, me and talking to you. <laughs> and then like, yeah, I get that. Yeah. I get that. So I think the takeaway is to stop making friendships transactional because that right there, that little last little nugget you shared about a lot of times people base like, oh, because we're best friends, you have to be my, my maid of honor, etc. Me and my friends don't have those kinds of restrictions on each other. And I think that's the key right there is stop making your friendships transactional, mm-hmm. you know? 
I used to be so used to that and so afraid of that, especially when I got engaged and mm-hmm. I was thinking about my wedding and planning my wedding. I was like, if I don't include this person in my bridal party, does that mean they're less important to me? Right. Like, how is this person going to feel? I was like, mm-hmm. well, I can't have 12 bridesmaids. Like, yo, right. this is ridiculous. <laughs> and I think the key is if any friend is so attached to that um, being a bridesmaid and so offended by the potential of not being a bridesmaid, maybe they're not an actual friend because I wouldn't give a fuck. Listen, like for me, I'm just like, you're getting married. Your priority is you. It should not be me. I'm making me feel safe and seen in your wedding. It's your wedding. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, and I don't think, I don't think any of my friends would give a damn about being a bridesmaid. You know, they will be like, you'll be surprised. Like, but, but I get, but it goes back to what? Stop making your friendships transactional. Yeah. Like getting married kind of allowed me to sort so many people in my life mm. into different compartments mm. because there were the friends who were like, I am so happy for you no matter what you guys do, because we mm-hmm. were so devastated over COVID and not having a wedding. There were yeah. people who were just like, yo, just let me know. Like, I'll be on the Zoom. I'm so happy for you. Let's do this. And then there were me people and who were just were like. In our PJs, on the Zoom, and my face was done. <laughs> right. And then there were people who, even before the pandemic, was just like, I waiting for my ticket. Like, everything was like, oh, I want to be invited to the wedding. I should be invited to the wedding. And I was just like. That's so weird. Really? This is where our friendship, this is the base of our friendship is your invite to my non-existent wedding that never ended up happening. Like, mm. I mean, I had a wedding. Mm. It was just very small. But it was the wedding that was meant to be had. It, it wasn't this exuberantly priced affair exactly. that left you depleted and having to engage with so many people who were just going to drain your energy. Listen, but yeah. Um, I think that this year and this experience has had me reflecting on friendship a mm-hmm. lot more and asking myself, what do I need of my friends? Because I realized that as much as I loved this person, as much as this person mm-hmm. had been my friend for years, I realized that it had been a long time, even before the whole moving in together situation, mm-hmm. it had been a long time that I had felt like I was not getting what I needed from that friendship. Mm -hmm. And because I saw it as transactional, because I saw it as, oh, we've been friends for this long, so I can't just express that I'm not getting what I need. Like, what should I require of my friends? That's another part of the conversation. Mm, What should I even require of my friendships? Am I allowed to require something of somebody for being my friend, right? Right. Um. Until I lost that friendship and I realized, like, oh, I could breathe. Like, I don't have to keep pretending like I'm happy in this friendship. Mm. Like, I could, like, go. Even though it hurt, I was like, I can let it go. I didn't Mm. realize that, like, oh, you can actually express to your friends, like, hey, you are not being the friend that I need you to be right now. And I need you to fix that. Like, Mm -hmm. please do. So, yeah. But it's going to be fine. It's already yeah. fine. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm doing better. I hope that wherever this person is, that they're doing fine. I would never wish ill on a person. I just, I, I recognize that the breakup needed to happen and mm-hmm. that going forward, I know to value my friendships a lot more and to mm-hmm. put a lot more effort into them. Yeah. So that they can last longer. 
All right, girl. Well, More to come on this season of The Good Up Podcast. You know where to find us on social media. If you enjoyed this episode and you have thoughts about it, use hashtag Good Up Tuesday on social media mm-hmm. to talk about. You see, I didn't even do my housekeeping. I was just like, let me oh. talk shit about my friend. Anyway, um, <laughs> y'all know where to find y'all know where to find us. Um, we will see you all next week. And Deidre, tell the people them bye. Bye. Good Up is hosted and produced by Deidre Ritter and Heiza Quinones Ivory and is a proud member of the Kicking It family. Find us on all social media platforms at Good Up Pod. Use hashtag Good Up Tuesday to continue the conversation and get access to exclusive bonus content at patreon.com slash Good Up Podcast. 